Welcome, welcome, welcome to Planning Phase Syndicate Universe Extended, our after hours content about the book of Boba Fett and everything that we love about Star Wars. This part of the episode, and we promise we will be doing our X-Wing stream tonight. We are 100% going to do that, but we have a special guest that wanted to come on. So we decided instead of having a drunken ramble and looking uh, kind of embarrassing to our guests, we decided what we would do is have everybody come on uh hour beforehand so if you're here to see x-wing content uh set your clock and warrant to nine o'clock and we'll be back at that time with x-wing content but to begin with we're going to be talking about the latest episode of the book of boba fett because that is the latest episode four in our series the universe extended with that being said let me bring my guests and my co-hosts in tonight Please welcome the amazing, the awesome, the ever-loving Star Wars fan that will knock your socks off, Krabok, a.k.a. Tim. Hello from there. Monty Python what, the Holy Grail. What is going on, everybody? <laughs> Hopefully you guys are having a good time tonight. Thanks for having me on, and I'm ready to talk some Robert Fettuccini. <laughs> <laughs> With us, we have Mr. Charles, the Rimming Rancher, back from LVO. And JJ, why do I wear my Giants hat every time when we don't even talk about sports and he should be ashamed to wear that hat? Look, since we're talking about the book of Boba Fett, I offer loyalty to the team, <laughs> no matter how bad they are. All right. Fair enough. Well, tonight we're going to be discussing um, episode six. It's episode six, right? I'm, yeah. I th I'm not, I'm not yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah I yeah. think so. so. We're going to be talking about episode six. And our special guest is a Star Wars extravagant that will be able to talk a lot about everything else. If it goes really well and he actually likes us, he might come back on to discuss the Thrawn book since <clears throat> there's two other people in this podcast that some somehow still haven't read all the Thrawn books. And I've it's wanted to discuss Thrawn for, Look, I don't I know, like a month. I, I read the ones that mattered. All right. I will talk Thrawn with you all day because I all have right. read now I haven't read all of the Legends books, but all of the newer stuff I've read every single Thrawn book, usually within a week of it coming out. All right. So when we finish the book of Boba Fett, we are going to transition yeah, gonna do the book into of that. Thrawn. Oh yeah. <laughs> the books. The, the books. books of Thrawn. There's a lot of them. <laughs> but we're gonna we'll we'll start with the high level. But before we get into anything, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to anybody that doesn't know who you are? Um, links will be in the description of the episode um, for both of our episodes tonight in case anybody wants to check out your Discord and your YouTube channel afterwards. But give everybody a quick intro, who you are, what you do, and why you felt the need to join our lowly podcast tonight. Sure. Well, uh, well uh, hi, everybody. Uh, my name's Tim. I go by Krabok or Crab or Tim or uh, whatever. Uh, but basically, uh, you know, I started doing... Uh, X-Wing content a uh, long, long time ago when uh, I think the Millennium Falcon had just come out. I had uh, I saw Will Wheaton play an X-Wing on uh, the show Tabletop, and I fell in love with it, and I wanted to learn the game, and there was not very much uh, content on YouTube and, and stuff like that at the time. And so, like, when I was at work, I was, like, trying to always, like, whenever I had a break, I was trying to find more battle reports or unboxings or all kinds of stuff like that, and, and I just... Kind of, I was kind of overwhelmed with like wanting to get into this game and wanting to buy all the different factions and keeping up to date on all the new stuff. And there wasn't enough information out there, so I just started my own channel, kind of doing all the things that I wanted to see. And uh, and then once then Star Wars Armada came out, uh, I started covering that too. Fell in love with that game also. Uh, Imperial Assault, uh, pretty much everything 
Fantasy Flight had put out. Star Wars Rebellion is probably my favorite board game of all time. Oh, so at much least, fun. At least favorite two-player board game. Maybe Twilight Imperium is like favorite like in general, but it's harder to get like six people or so. Uh, and uh, and then Star Wars Legion came out, and then uh, I've been covering that. And then Marvel Crisis Protocol, I cover that a little bit. Um, and AMG's got something else coming out maybe this year. So, you know, whenever that comes out, you know, I don't know what it is, but... Uh, Are you think- sure? Are you sure you're just not joshing us? <laughs> no, I don't know what it is. I have been told that I'll like it, though. So, I mean, I'm like, okay, well, if it's miniatures and it's by, like, one of these companies, I'm probably going to like it. So, it's not hard. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an easy sell. Um, but, yeah, I've been doing content for, I don't know, like, five, six years now. Con- you know, like, like I'm up to every day, and so I'm like, it's exhausting. So I will uh, say this, not to, not to tangent into Legion too hard, mm-hmm. um, but when we played at LVO, the X-Wing tournaments were in the same room as the legion tournaments yeah number one those guys when it comes to terrain are some next level stuff it's pretty good Um, but number two big props to them because unlike x-wing where the only thing that we have to adjust to is your opponent's list and where rocks are placed Mm -hmm. their tables are preset so what terrain you have to deal with and what terrain you get to use for strategic advantage or causes you a disadvantage is determined at random based on your previous game and what table you're placed at sure. and the level of tactical brain power that that takes to adjust your entire game plan to a different style of terrain is just outstanding. And so big props to those guys. Mm-hmm. I don't have that level of brain power uh but it looked like it was a lot of fun that's for sure you you might have more than you you think about because x-wing is is subtly different every time too where people place their asteroids you know like whether it's in the tic-tac-toe board or whether you have lanes or whether it's all in the middle you know you always have to make subtle changes and 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 there are guidelines for how terrain can be placed so when you're actually setting up the table uh you know there's certain rules on how much you should have how how much of each type and how much room there's an unwritten rule of how much room because they're like the largest vehicle bases are like like this big so you want to make sure vehicles have lanes to be able to try so basically when they're setting these tables up they keep those things in mind so oh, okay while at a glance it looks like oh my gosh this is overwhelming there's a lot more science i guess uh, so i don't know if science is the best word but game game science that goes into it well like what i mean just real quick was like on a full table where they had like four different games you had like an open Sith home world that had like half buried statues, but it was entirely like open air and line of sights were really, you know, open. But the very next table was like a wooded area and there's like lots of mm-hmm. trees and like plain debris. And then the next table was like a Tatooine, like Mos Espa or something like that, where oh, yeah. it's a lot of city streets and alleyways. And the complete different playstyle, even between those three is mm-hmm. ridiculous because adjusting to what terrain will allow well um, get used to it be- because when we forget x-wing ground battles which i mean honestly <laughs> exactly, this is what legion yes. should have been oh my goodness and i know we're supposed to talk about the book of boba fett uh, <laughs> you know and i know i know we are but like oh my gosh if they ever do the ground battles because x-wing is in the perfect scale for like the battle of hoth you know a gazanti oh, oh, yeah. can carry two adats right and so like that's perfect right or atats if you hate, don't hang me for saying you're AT-ATs. good at at is fine yeah but but yeah, like you could fit those; they would totally work. Yeah. So okay, so on to the book of Boba Fett. So the one thing that I would like to point out: I was not here last week, and I'm not going to oh, yeah. jump in. I'm not going to jump in on episode five, but I will say that I find it 
amazing that when we look at the directed by my favorite two episodes um, so far from the book of Boba Fett have been directed by people who directed episodes of the Mandalorian that were very good because I believe Bryce Dallas Howard five, did episode five. five was Bryce Dallas Howard. Right. And that's, yeah. um, yeah. that's Bo-Katan, right? She, uh, no, Bryce no, no, no. Dallas Howard did the one where they went to the planet and Grogu, like there was the Spotchka farms and the, and the mercenaries were coming out and he trained yes. them all on how to defeat the. Yeah. That, okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And then the most recent was Dave Filoni. So, which is like show creator along with John Favreau. So those have been my favorite two episodes so far. Ironically, and Chris has pointed this out, <laughs> the amazing part about both of these episodes is Boba Fett hasn't talked in either one of them. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, so I'm actually going to be watching episode six tomorrow night with the family. So I'm going to have to wait and see. Oh, what? well. <laughs> well, we're going to spoil it for you tonight. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just, okay. Get those viewer counts up and that watch Krabbit's be... face as we completely destroy episode six. <laughs> that, that would be like the funniest thing if you actually had somebody on who were like, wait, wait, I thought we were going to watch it live. Like, <laughs> we weren't supposed to have watched it yet. Or, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh man, man. That would have been amazing. Like, I panicked for a second. I was like, shit, he hasn't watched it yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well done, right. sir. Well done. So, Thank you. Thank you. I'll be so, here all night, right? No, well, not now, not all night. But. You might be. I don't know. At this rate, we're just gonna keep. We'll keep going into this Star Wars stuff after yeah. this. Um. So okay. So now that we know who you are, and now that we're kind of into Episode Six, so I, Charles, I would agree with you. Uh, the best two episodes, uh, Bo the Book of Boba Fett, um, have been the Mandalorian episode. So the first question I have to ask, um, Krabak is. Have you been a fan of the other Boba Fett episodes before we get, because just sure. as an FYI, I have shat all over um, <laughs> that the show, like I have probably been the loudest dissenter in this room. Not that everybody else is far behind me, but I am definitely one of the loudest dissenters of this, of this show. Okay. Of every episode of, except for five and six. <laughs> okay. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I have enjoyed every episode. So far, uh, I, I will say this, though, I can understand some of the reasoning. Uh, it didn't have the steam and it didn't have the uh, the wow factor that, that the Mandalorian did. And it didn't have everything that, you know, maybe we wanted it to have. Uh, but it did have a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, I, I think a lot of the flashbacks uh, that we've seen were really interesting and really cool, but at the same time slowed the episodes down a little bit. Some of them I was like, all right, the half of this episode was just all flashback. I want to see more of present day. Like, what is he going to do? And mm -hmm. so like an hour episode, we get like five minutes of what he's actually doing. You know, this is like, so that there was that episode. But I'm also of the mindset that even bad Star Wars is good Star Wars. And I loved, or I, I loved going to see the sequel trilogy in the theaters too i had a good time with those and i have my comments about them as well but um but but still like even bad star wars is good star wars so even if even like a, a mediocre episode of book of boba fett i was going to really enjoy that being said after the first episode i was like wow it was kind of slower and not as much happened that i that i you know but at the same time it still left me wanting more and that's my, I guess my, what I'm building to here is my, my overall takeaway of every episode that actually featured Boba Fett was, um, you know, at least mediocre, but where they really succeeded as they left me wanting more. Fair enough. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I won't 
blind say that I've felt the same way. I would be um, happy if they just erase this from our history. Um, oh boy. Yeah. So I don't well, know I, that I feel that strongly about it. So I am of the three of us, uh, Crab, I am probably the most hardcore um, Boba Fett person uh it's hard to see but i've got a death watch helmet on this side i've got an entire case of boba fett stuff on this side my entire room is like mandalorian out i'm like the most hardcore and it's not what i wanted right and i get mm -hmm. that right, right. it's, it's yeah. what i have but we had four lines of text and this mysterious guy that was supposed to be the best bounty hunter in the galaxy right and he can't string, and this is a lot to do with writing. It's a lot to do with directing. I don't blame the actor in any way, shape, or form. Right. But I, I have to agree with Chris that when he has been given um, dialogue, it's extremely lackluster. Like, I'm like, just don't give him lines. Just let him stand in the Mandalorian armor and look menacing, because that's what he did in Empire Strikes Back, and it worked well. Um, but overall, minus what I would consider to be bad writing and the power Rangers from what is that episode three? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I've been, I've been okay with the yeah. show. Like I'm not like I was with Mando season one and Mando season two, where like every episode was just breakneck pace out of the gate action going nuts and just craziness. Yeah. But in that same breath as a diehard Boba Fett fan, mm -hmm. I wanted more like we got to see a lot of Boba Fett in the comics and a lot of like the legends material that Boba Fett had mm -hmm. um, even like the tales of Jabba's palace where Boba survives and comes out of and just goes on a rampage. I would have been fine with that, but I hope and this is this is the difference. Chris is ready to just throw it in the sea and forget that it exists. I am hopeful that we're building towards what is yeah. going to be a lot of action with the Pike syndicate coming in and hopefully like those scenes in the early Godfather movies where the families are at war with each other and just random people are dying. And like, it's setting up a much deeper and more rich story. And I'm hoping that as long as I sit through this crap sooner or later, it's going to get better. But I agree. Mm -hmm. I have steadily caught steam. And have started to kind of really enjoy the episodes. I just was hoping that Boba Fett would be more like you're the best bounty hunter in the galaxy, but six street thugs with riot shields backed you in, and you thought it was a good idea to use a rocket launcher and a flamethrower. Like, mm. so, so let me let me let me let me, <laughs> count, let me counter to that a no, little. You're bit. good. You're good. Uh, so let me count, or at least ask a question. Let me let me yeah. rebut that a little bit. Um, two points. First off, the writing. Um, I get that, and I don't feel like it's only him. Like, there are definitely lines where, like, Fennec Shan's dialogue is like so, like, like she's a great actress, right? She, I, I, she was, she was awesome in um, Agents of Shield, and and is just about everything I've seen her in. But, but like, when her and Boba are like, I'm, this was from like the first or second episode, and like, they're not talking the way people actually talk. They're like, they're talking <laughs> like it's like Shakespearean. It's like, you know, and I and I wish I had, you know plans to rebut this because I could have there was a specific line that I'm trying to recall right now but it's like you know thing you know I don't know but but a lot of the li lines she gives him are like you know you could have just said like we got to go this way man you know it's like we must venture forth to th thine house or something like no no you, people don't talk that way you know stop talking like that you're on Tatooine you know you're, you're criminals and stuff too you're not like the king's you know the king's subjects and stuff but 
so I feel I, I kind of agree with that part. But where I push back a little bit is the 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 riot thugs thing, like like that how they were cornered and uh, the things were you know looking bad for them in that first episode. I I think that the the saving grace for that is that he was injured. You know, he had still hadn't healed from his sarlacc, so he's still got like he's still got breathing problems. You know, and and I feel like we have been. You know, and we're backtracking a little bit because this is before the episode, but we've been like, I've been asking questions the whole time. You know, I'm like watching this. I'm like, why does he keep getting in the back? To, I thought back to heals you when it's done. What is he? Is this a PTSD thing where he thinks he still needs the back to, you know, and even though he doesn't anymore, you know, um, and and so like, but they did kind of address that. Like after the last one, it's like, all right, now you're fully healed. And I'm like, okay, now. So, you know, I kind of. I kind of push back a little bit because I think he, I think they've they've kind of given you a reason why he maybe he didn't do too much, you know, killer acrobatics and you know all this cool stuff that I think a lot of people want to see. Maybe not acrobatics specifically, but being that yeah. kind of that you know, can I say kick ass? You yeah. know, yeah, but, but kicking some ass. Kick ass. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, all right. So he, we want to see him kick some ass, and he hasn't kicked ass yet. But I think they've given us a reason why. But I hope it, so. It, it's all predicated yeah. on if they stick the landing. Okay. He got fully he got fully healed and then took two episodes off. Yeah. <laughs> he had to take a vacation after getting out of the hospital. Right. I, okay, so I, I'm going to push back on your your theory oh. there, and oh. I feel like this is reaching to because I all right, and I don't want to come off as an asshole, especially because I host a show. But okay. <laughs> well, we, okay. we already know this, Chris. We already that's <laughs> just letting the audience know it. Um, I, oh, I, I push, think I know what you're going to say. I'm pushing back on this because the the way it's written and how all these things are happening happening right there's there's no emotional ties there's no connection there's no ability to he's not really leading he's it's like um it's like he's got COVID brain but like mm. permanently we've had yeah. COVID brain for effing you know like four episodes and mm -hmm. the problem so I have a lot of other problems right I have a you know, there's a there's a savior complex right that that they have in the show. That yeah. is a hundred million times more prominent than in the Mandalorian period. Like Mando has some of that, but if we go back to Mando almost always goes back to what am I going to get paid? How am I going to do these things? Boba Fett walks into, to these people. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to teach you how to do things. You never knew how to do. And then they're going to kill them all off. And now we're going to give you this arc that now you got to go do something about it. Like mm -hmm. who gives a shit? Like not to be, and again, I understand. Like, there's just I'm not being drawn into this. And then okay. the other issue, some of the other issues I have, like the, the savior thing, really bothers me. Like to me, that's piss poor, like '80s writing, right? Like, like yes, we're gonna go save the princess. Blah 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 blah. I, I I'm done. I don't give a shit. But this is not Boba Fett, right? And and when we go back even to the Mandalorian season two, you don't see that trend. Boba Fett goes gets his ship. He goes yeah. and helps the Mandalorian for one reason. One one reason he wants his, his armor, armor back. back. Yep. Yeah. And then he's indebted, which is the way of the Mandalore to some extent, right? That that tracks. That that tra yeah. even that tracks when we go back to the comic books and we go back to all these other things. That tracks. What yeah. does not track is here we are. We're gonna go. I'm gonna be tough on crime. I'm gonna you know. I'm gonna be the new. I, I'm I'm the new Dinjar and uh, whatever he wants to say. Dymo. Dymo. Yeah. Whatever. I, I hate that word, but I'm gonna be the new Dymo. <laughs> And it's like, oh, great, you are? Oh, now I'm going to go talk to uh, speeder bike kids and find out you don't have any work. So I'm going to offer you a job and be like, why don't you take my job? You have nothing better to do. And oh, now I'm going to shit all over this other guy 
which I can't remember what he's from, but I love that other from actor. Office space. From the Office. Milton. Yeah. Office, office Space yeah. and Dodgeball. Yes. Yes. He's done other things, but that's really the only two movies I, I know him from. Yeah, I, me too. <laughs> I love that guy, right? They, I do. I like that guy. Not as much as I like Colin, which we'll talk about in a minute when we talk about episode six, finally. But um, <laughs> yeah, like that guy I love more than anybody else. I Timothy Oliphant to me is like, if we have oh, to talk about man crushes, that's the like right here. That's my <laughs> he's, he is, he's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but but when nice we go. Fun. Going right back to, you know, like it just all of a sudden the way he switches and how he feels, it's like he doesn't understand what he's doing. And he just is kind of walking around in this fog. That's where I have the problem with it. Like, so that's the biggest issue to rebut that. Right. And and talk about that real quick, because I have a theory on that. Right. And, and the theory is up until escaping the Sarlacc pit, he's never run anything other than his ship. He wasn't the head of a crime syndicate. He didn't run a family. He didn't do anything. He went to whoever had the most money in their hand and went, what do you want me to do, boss? And why and is he went, doing it now? Because he's tired of being the patsy. He's tired also, of risking his own life. But I get it. I, I agree. I don't understand the, the bike kids. I don't understand bringing in uh, the Wookiee that tried to kill him. Like everybody that tries to kill him, he's like, oh, look, you tried to kill me. Now come work for me. Like, no, you gotta, you gotta do that muscle. Like, like let the rancor eat a couple people. Like, so, like, you know what I mean? But that's I, I me. think, I think he got out of the bounty hunting business because one, you know, he's getting up in age. He's and, old. You know, he needs a retirement <laughs> plan. So yeah, that's why. Yeah. Well, the actor is definitely getting older. And I think that's, I mean, whenever I look at stuff in Star Wars, I try to, I try to wear two hats when I, when I, like I, I have my right. fan hat, but then I also have my real person hat. Like certain things they just are going to do. Like, why, how did Max Rebo survive Jabba's explosion? All right. Like, you know, like my fan is like, well, maybe that the piano he had was like up armored. It was made of Beskar and he ducked inside of it and it shot him <laughs> a out. Best, right? A Beskar piano. That's, yeah. Beskar that's actually piano. That's going to come up later in the recap because it basically happens yes. again. And I'm pretty sure he's not. He wasn't there, right? He's, a, yeah. he's immortal. He's blue because so, he's one with the force already. But then I have my real person hat on. It's like, okay, but they also did it because it's cool. And I think when you watch these. Like the movies, the, the movies especially, but when you watch the TV shows and the movies and all of the media that's out there for Star Wars, I think you have to, it, or it really helps, especially if you have anxiety, to remember that real person has. Sometimes they're going to do stuff just because it's cool and it, and that doesn't, that doesn't give them a license to just do it without criticism, but I think it's it, like keep in check how much your outrage is going to be when they be like, when all of a sudden they say, Hey, Oh yeah. In this episode, Luke has a double bladed red lightsaber. I'm like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. <laughs> like no, that right, makes not... sense though. I, I actually would support that. Like a hundred percent. Like Luke got pissed off. He then turns Kylo. It's a whole thing. Like the conspiracy theories can throw low. I'm okay with it. Maybe, maybe Luke is going to come back in episode 10 and we're going to see him bring Palpatine back to life. Spoiler alert again. <laughs> For the Somehow fucking millionth time, and he say rule of two, rule of two. And that's what we're gonna get. I'm, I'm sorry. Somehow Luke and Palpatine survive. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. They come back. Yeah. They Somehow. find a way to come back from the Force. It's it's Luke with two U's. It's the clone. From uh, the oh, it is Luke. Luke. It's Luke. And they're doing that too. If you watch Bad Batch, right? They have the mountain and they have the planet, the cloning facility, and like yeah. all we need is like. Mace Windu to come back instead of Jorah Sabayoth. We need an old Mace Windu to be like the oh, crazy metal hands guy. Yeah, it's it, Mace Windu. 
No, no, it's real Mace Windu. He survived. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he just has no hands now. So, he, so now he's like he's and he's hell bent on trying to restore the Jedi Order. He seeks out Grand Admiral Thrawn's fleet to help him retake this old Imperial plan. Thrawn has the access code. Uh, Mace Windu has the Force in the plan. He wants to rebuild the Jedi Order from clone DNA because he found one of his hands or something like that. He's that's his plan. Oh my god! All right, so he's stop. Like, we're we're he, done. You just ruined everything. Seven like, hands <laughs> and make clones oh, from no. Them. It's all. Oh of my it. god. Clone Jedi are like the nightmare of Star Wars. That like, like that takes. Tim, I love no. you. You're coming yeah. back every week. Thank you. <laughs> That's how it goes, right? Uh, All right, episode, episode six. Yeah, yeah. Let's actually move <laughs> in in the direction. So we got we got intro out of the way. We got everybody's feelings yeah. out of the way. Why um it's ridiculous and stupid. And now we're gonna get into the really good episodes uh, of of the Mandalorian. Uh, 2.5, I guess, is what I was calling it. Um, so the first image JJ brought up is of the new N1 modified uh, Starfighter, which I don't even know if you can call it an N1 anymore. I believe um, we're, we're unofficially referring to it as the Wizard Starfighter. Okay. Yes. Oh, I like that. yes. That's a good name for it. That is the 3D printed uh, name for it on Thingiverse. Uh, somebody already had one 3D printed at LVO, and they just referred to it as the Wizard Starfighter. Yeah, they were giving it away at the Sith Taker uh, online on the Sith Takers uh, nice. this weekend. I did not nice. get one. I tried. <laughs> Trust me. So I had to actually look up like what planet this was because I, I, it never occurred to me like where exactly was the the Jedi Academy located. This is Yavin Four, apparently. Is it really? Oh. So yeah. that's where he did his academy in the old books and old canon, the Masasi yeah. temples and all that stuff. But you don't yep. see any of those structures, so I wasn't sure where it was either. Yeah, I'm glad I was they, thinking. I'm glad, I'm they glad kept you it. said that because I thought they were leading into like episode uh, seven with like Octo, where he was on the water planet, and maybe he's just not on the water side of it now or something. Like he's yeah. on the the forest side. But no, that's really cool. Yeah, I like that. that. That's a good thing when they it's, it's those little nods to legends that kind of give you hope that maybe we'll see a Mara Jade someday. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's gonna be Mara Jade it. and Ezra. That's what I think. Oh, that, yeah, that's yeah. That's oh. Think. yeah, that'd be great. Can we get can we please get Guri and and she's or please? Oh, yeah. I was hoping that they would show up in the book of Boba, honestly, because we know, could see Black Sun at the yeah. end, like that'd be a good oh, post credit so scene. I'm 100% in for season two of the book of Boba Fett where he fights the Black Sun syndicate. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And and you anyway, do, episode, you episode remember six. like the Avengers, like when at the end when you saw like Thanos like turn his face and he's like, yes, like that. And like imagine <laughs> if they do that with Bezor and he turns around and he's oh, like, right? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> All right. I can't as long right as they now. kill Boba off, you can have Book of Boba Fett too. And you we can, and the man, Mando Mando can just come. Mando can just come. I know because on the episode you weren't on, I talked about how I feel the best ending would be for Boba Fett to get killed. <laughs> so <laughs> That would be like the best thing that could have happened in this series. What if Boba clones himself again? <laughs> and then we have an he passes oh. on the armor to himself again for another Ugh. Boba Fett for, for the sequel trilogy. You're killing me. All right. Next scene we have that you brought up is the the, the building with the little robots and our favorite Astromech. Yes. Or some uh, people's my favorite shopper, personally. 
I love I seeing these construction drones. I mean, like seeing them just like go out, gra grab these rocks and like just fit them on to make the, the temple like super efficient. Hilarious that R2 just told them to make him a bench so that way he could just wait and lay down. That was hilarious to me. And then and then R2 goes in for a nap and then he's out. Yeah. I didn't enjoy the scene. Um, and I'll explain why. Like, at least to my knowledge. Now, again, I didn't watch Resistance. I'm just getting into Clone Wars and Rebels has escaped me so far. I didn't really get into the animated series. Um, Ahsoka has largely been absent. So for her to just be chilling out, watching Luke train Grogu after she said, nah, I don't want any part of training him, doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. And why she would just be hanging out long enough to meet the Mandalorian and then take off on her own. It doesn't, it doesn't like, there's no link there. Like, oh, R2 said you wanted to go see Link. So he, or go see Luke. So he brought you to me instead. And now I'm going to leave at the same yeah. time that you're going to leave. Like, it just, I don't that, get it. That was my, my complaint too. Like, you know, obviously the, the episode that she came in, in, in Mando season two, she was really adamant about finding out where Grand Admiral Throne was. And now she's okay, I'm just here. You know, obviously yeah. she, this was probably her first encounter with Luke Skywalker that we know of. And she had that conversation um, and th those lines that she threw out, like, you know, I'm a family friend and um, you're just like your father. Those are like really nice to see like them finally like combining like the, the extended universe to like the main movies. But beyond that, it's like, okay, you know, well, they'll probably they, hopefully explain it in the Ahsoka series. But it's yeah. it's perfectly in line with this is what Star Wars does. This is what Star Wars has always done, in my opinion, is they put things out there that don't fully make sense, and then it's like that's okay. You know what? It, it, people want to see Ahsoka and Luke together. Let's just make it happen, and then we'll use like some book or some comic book or whatever to explain why. You know, and 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 like you know, and so if you're if you're watching this, I, I feel like this episode was all fan service. Whereas the last episode was really deep lore. I actually liked the last episode yeah. better, probably from a lore perspective, because it was all this story. You learned all this stuff about Mandalore. I feel like the direction of Mandalore is ripe for the future of Star Wars. It's a fantastic way to kind of go in there, Absolutely. retake this planet, do a whole bunch of stuff that we know very little about. So you have very low expectations. But this episode... Especially with Ahsoka and Luke, it was all fan service, and the, you know who cares why she was there? We just we just cared that she was. I, I'm like that's what Dave Filoni probably said, right? Dave Filoni's like, look, Fair. I've got I've got like 17 marbles. I need to fit them all into this cup, and I'm just going to throw them in there. It doesn't matter, you know. If we can if we can put water in the cup afterwards, then so be it. If not, then who cares? Sure. So we also see the return of Grogu, which is the worst name. Ever in I don't I, I name one worse name in Star Wars history than Grogu. Therm is Punch. Oh yeah, what? that's right. Wait, what, what did you say? <laughs> Wait, what was that too? Therm Scissor Punch. All right, fine. He was you, a dude from. I, he, I don't know. I'm a gonna die. Is, oh, I'm a gonna die. I'm yes. gonna die. I'm a gonna die. Is, is I'm a gonna. God, we were just talking about that in Discord the other day. Yeah, Discord, yeah. Because he was this guy from the Clone Wars, and he helped the Ryloth invasion. And, and like he was, he had such a great voice actor for him too. And he was like noble. And and I looked him up. I'm like, who was this guy? His name's I'm a gonna die. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, but in fairness, Grogu is a horrible. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> no, like, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't understand. I don't disagree with you, but I'll take Grogu over Baby Yoda. Yes, any day. I agree. 
I agree. Yes. I'll take that over to it's probably a wonderful name in his language. I mean, come yeah. on. It it means it actually means green go. Uh green go fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, fair enough. Um, so I find it interesting and, and, and okay, and, and Tim, this is when we talk about my dislike of the book of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. some of this type of stuff is kind of why, because my idea for Boba Fett was not going to be going back and trying to set up Mandalorian three, which right. is what I feel this is doing. And, and that's why we see Ahsoka. And if I see fucking Obi-Wan as a, as a ghost, I'm done. Like, just so everybody knows if next episode has Obi-Wan ghost, oh my gosh. I'm done. That's a great idea. They should totally do that. No, oh no. God. That's a uh, horrible I'm, I'm, idea. I'm, right, I'm calling Dave Filoni right now. Hold All right. You do. You do. Look, you, you I'm going to go out on a limb here and I wish this would happen. It's not going to happen. Right. We need to do the. We need to do the oh, he's on, the, he's on the phone. You're not. All right. Okay. So um, one of the things that I've seen like on the interwebs was like a, like a web cartoon that I really enjoyed. And it was um, Ahsoka and Luke like hanging out and she's talking about his dad and everything and then like force ghost anakin shows up and you know what i mean like she has a meltdown moment because of everything that he did and all this other stuff and i would have loved to have seen something like that to allow for some sort of character healing uh internally for ahsoka because i'm sure she as then you should watch star wars rebels I'm working my way through. Look, okay. You really so, should. Yeah. Real, real quick tangent. I hate the animation style. It's mm-hmm. terrible. I, I'm struggling with Clone Wars as much as I can. Yeah. I'm on like episode eight or nine of the Clone Wars, and it's got to be in spurts because it drives me insane. I don't like the animation style, yeah. but I'm working my way through Rebel or through Clone Wars. Rebels will be next, and then yeah. Resistance following. If you can work through the animation, the story is yeah. well worth it. Yeah, yeah. especially yeah. Rebels. I think Rebels beats yeah. the heck out of Clone Wars, but. Yeah, by far. Only uh, because it was less seasons and they knew what they were doing by that time. Like, fair. they figured out what they were doing. Because I yeah. watched Clone Wars with my sons when it first came out, and I hated it. And then my when when the Mando came out, my stepson was like, uh, you know we're going to watch Clone Wars again. I'm like, nope. He's like, no, no, no. Every, every two times a week, we're going to sit down and we're going to consume this until we get through it. You don't get a choice. And we oh, did... Boy. We did. We did. We got through the whole thing. It took me, I don't know, like a year. It took you watched me a it year. chronologically? Uh, like yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. No, no. Yeah. We we took whatever, how it was supposed to be watched, not yeah. how they released it, and watched it that way. And yeah, it made a million that. times more sense. That's why I yeah. hated the Clone Wars, because I didn't know. Like, I guess the story is that he didn't know he was going to be able to make too much that many seasons. So he's just like, all right, let me tell these 12 stories or whatever. And then he's like, oh, you got another season. All right, well, I've got like 12 more stories I want to tell. I'm like, you know what? We're just going to keep this thing going. Like, all right, well, let me just tell it chronologically now. And so that's why you have like all the the first two seasons just littered with junk. Like it's all out of time. And Star Wars loves to do that. Like my dream is that one day we'll get a show that is in the future and it just keeps going in the future. We don't have like, here's another story that takes place before this, but after that, but before this. And like, can you just tell me a story in chronological order? That would be great. Yep. And then Speaking of that, that kind of goes back to what we see in episode six here, right? Is we get to go back and Grogu miraculously gets his memories back. Now, to, so Charles and, and, and JJ, you could just cover your ears for 30 seconds because Tim's <laughs> read all the books. Um, and I'm going to do a Thrawn spoiler. So if you haven't read the last Thrawn book, okay. stop okay. listening. Yeah. Three seconds, two, one. Okay. So at the end of, or towards the end of the Thrawn book, the last one. Yeah. 
Seriously, spoiler alert if you have not read that book. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like, I'm but, not okay. going to read them, so your spoilers okay. mean Great. nothing. I will read them, but I, I go after spoilers anyway, so I'm okay. They talk about Third Sight. They actually go back and explain what happens to the children in Third Sight and why the children can't remember all their family past and all that stuff, right? Because they do this whole, they have that whole academy that, yes. like, that, that wipes them out. Yes. And what is that? Like, this episode where all of a sudden Luke goes, like, this to me, this is what made the episode for me. The rest of the episode is meh compared to the, the, the episode five. That piece of this episode is aesthetic because they don't explain how they're doing it. But in my, personally, in my opinion, this is a nod to third sight to that, right? Because what what is, what do they call, what is the big takeaway that they talk about in the Thrawn? They talk about, Skywalker. Well, what the fuck is the Skywalker? Right. It's and this is user. It's the kids and the kids lose it as yes. they get older. Yeah. It, it, yes. And like, I'm sorry. I get really excited about Thrawn. I love Thrawn so, so much. So what if what here's a here's a here's a big what if we still don't know from this scene, like how Grogu was saved. These Jedi who are defending him seem like they're not going to, you know, they're not going to do all that well. And I was thinking for a second we were going to see somebody like swoop down. You know, like somebody maybe that we like the librarian or something like that or whatever. Some some familiar face would be like, you're coming with me. Yes. You know? yep. And we didn't see that. What if it's a Chiss that saves him? Oh, what if it's Thrawn? Holy shit, dude. I don't he think was, it could be was. Thrawn. You don't? Um, no. He was you're like right. You're right. Yep. Years old. This is. Well, this is before. This is this is a, this is during episode three. Yeah, Ron didn't go into his uh, exile. In I mean, like he was in exile during this time, all the way up until I think early Empire when they still had Venators. Okay, and, but spoiler alert again. Why is he in exile? There's a reason he's. They explain it at the end of the book, and I guess we should yeah. talk about that because we're gonna we're gonna have yeah. you back on to yeah. talk about that. Well, I thought sure, they sure. I thought they did explain that some of the other books is because he had a disagreement on how they they should proceed with the defense for his. For the Chiss Empire nope. or something like that. That's, that's kind of part of the third book. They go into deep more detail on his exile, which we don't need to get into here. But the yeah. but the, yeah. the the point is, I I I think he was, I think between his exile and you know when when he finally shows up in the first Thrawn book, I, I don't think he's been like doing what I think they're going to do with Obi Wan and have him be like, I'm I know I'm supposed to be on this planet, but I have, I'm really have a not. super fast shuttle and I'm going to just <laughs> I'm going to zip around the galaxy all over the because I you know Obi Wan. On the Obi Wan show is not going to just stay on Tatooine the entire series. He's obviously going to go to the Death oh, Star, terrible. fight Please. Vader on the Death Star while it's under construction. Please, no, you no, I'm you so tired of Tatooine. Yeah, Please, yeah. no, yeah, because, because not you, know, you know that when they're dueling, and I know I'm taking us off, off topic again, but like when Vader and and Obi Wan are dueling in Episode Four, you know, Vader says the circle is now complete. You know how Obi Wan has these quips? They're going to duel, and he's going to be like. They're going to be on the Death Star or whatever, still not functional or whatever. And he's like, this is a very nice circle you've built here. You know, and so that's why Vader says the circle is now complete. You know, oh, like, my God. He's going to say, like, you, you should not have come. He says you should not have come <laughs> yeah. back. That doesn't make yeah. sense unless he's been there already. Yeah. That's, that's true. true. Yeah. So. Now, how the fuck did George Lucas set this up? How many years beforehand? Is because George me? Lucas is a savant and he no. knew that <laughs> the four of us were going to be sitting on this podcast and have this revelation <laughs> right now. No, it goes George back to before Miss Cleo. He doesn't, none of it is planned. None of it, like the books and everything, like they just throw out this stuff and like let the fans collect the dots between the meatballs on the wall, you know? And that's what was like, oh, that's a good <laughs> fan theory. Let's write that in. You know? <laughs> 
All right. So I'm, I'm picturing so, it's always sunny and George Lucas is sitting in front of a gigantic string map oh. connecting everything <laughs> so, together. <laughs> so quickly before we move on, so the two two pictures up, there's a I kind of zoomed in on the on the on the image that was on the door on the right. Um, so I I had to look it up there because I wanted to know who's uh, one more one more up. Um, it's in Grogu's uh, like flashback, right? There was a, a a symbol on the wall there on the right door, oh, right there. Yeah. That symbol, I, I was looking it up because I, I I thought I had recognized, it and I ended up seeing it on the web. So that it actually appears in the Clone Wars in episode in season five, um, back when they they, they go through the whole uh, Barris Ophi arc, uh, where she she decides <gasps> to go dark. So this is in front of her room where this is happening. So it's Barris. Mm. If Hello. if she was in prison, or you know, yeah, but yeah, so that's 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 spicy. That's a spicy take there, JJ. I guess that they that's never good. they never revealed who that girl in that dark cloak was in Mando when he gets onto the water planet for the Frog Lady. Oh yeah, mm. I could be Barris. So, oh, yeah. somebody who I I think the assumption was that it was Bo Katan washing yeah. quietly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my assumption, but yeah. that made that that I. All right, if they bring book Barris into this, that's pretty tote. I'm I'm pretty excited by that if that happens. As a as an antagonist for Ahsoka, I think she would be a pretty good one. Yeah. I don't think you bring her in here. I think you save her no. for yeah, the Ahsoka her. show. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you do an episode where Ahsoka's entire episode is a flashback to everything that's happened. <laughs> God damn it. No. <laughs> no. Stop. No. I hate only no flashbacks. No. We can have more frog eating. I'm okay with that. I wouldn't so, mind I, if they did another flashback to when Ahsoka was a little kid meeting um, Plo Koon for the first time. Oh, yeah. That would probably yeah. be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, so this particular part, right? I love how Grogu uses the Force to lift the frog and then Luke like stares at him. He's like, really? And then next thing, he he basically one-ups him by lifting every single frog in the area for Grogu. <laughs> I'm like, I what was, was the point of that lesson? <laughs> I was confused by that as well. I'm glad you said that because like, like it, it sounded like he was like, Grogu, don't eat the frog, you know. But uh, but then he's like, eat all the frogs. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have enough frogs. Don't By eat the, the way, eggs, just the frogs. Wait, wait till they're fully grown and then eat all of them that you want, just like we do with chickens. How? What do you guys think of the improved CGI deep Bro, fake? It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was. I good. am. I saw a poster that had like Sebastian Stan, yeah, in like Luke Skywalker outfits. Like they're recasting Luke Skywalker as Sebastian Stan, which I'll go on record now and say that I'm all for. But this like mm -hmm. deep fake stuff is phenomenal. If you did, yeah. if I didn't know that Mark Hamill was really like 65, almost 70 years old, and just like decrepit looking in real life. Sorry, Mark, mm -hmm. I love you to death. If you ever watch this one-off podcast, but. They make him look like such a boss here, and I I love it. I love every bit of it. Yeah, yeah it was good. It, it, it still was a little bit off, but only a tiny, tiny little bit. Yeah, it's, it, it's like, so much better than the end of Mando. How about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, and, and they you know they hired the guy who did the deep fakes, and so that's why now you're seeing like all these other like another character that we'll talk about later on that had his own like oh i fixed it you know like everybody's now trying to get hired by disney by trying to like show off their their skills and their little <laughs> viral youtube videos now but it works for this guy and, it, and this was a really good improvement yeah and then we got the training montage here with uh with grogu and yoda going through very reminiscent of empire strikes back so mm -hmm. that was good yeah. grogu and yeah. luke yeah Did grogu you say grogu and, and yoda 
Sorry, did, did no, I, meant, okay. I meant Luke and Yoda in episode in yeah. Empire Strikes Back. It so, rhymes. Can we can we stop real quick? I gotta go back and touch on the frog thing. So, what if this is leading Grogu to become a Sith? Right? Like, what if this is like Luke's like? Look at all you no, you could just eat all these things, and he if if you had the Force, and Grogu's like. Oh yeah, mm, I'm gonna take all these and more because I'm more powerful than you. And maybe Grogu's our secret Sith that just that he gets his own show five years down the road when and we all yell at Disney because they suck. So <laughs> they, so they I'm should. Watching, I'm watching the chat and Ghost Cat Mitty says something and I didn't think about it until he said it and I guess in in some offshot way it makes sense is that Grogu is still childlike mentally like shiny objects and you know wild animals catches attention if you're trying to train a child in the ways of the force you use references that they can understand so he was showing grogu what's possible if you actually focus and mature on the force and the only thing at this point that luke has seen that grogu has remotely shown any interest in was using the force to lift a single frog mm -hmm. so by creating a reference that he understands and showing him, look, instead of one, if you take the time to build and to focus, you could have all of this. It kind of brings home a reference in a childlike mentality that would help make a, a bigger picture clearer than any words or anything that we can say. So I could see that, and I think it's a really good point. Why murder a single frog when you can do <laughs> genocide? Yeah. Just like yeah. what well, happened to all your friends. I was going to say there's like a there's a, a, a an internet theory that um, the reason you don't see anything really try to kill Yoda is because he was the top of the food chain the on apex predator. and yeah. everybody was terrified of him because he was the apex predator. And yeah. I'm like, well, maybe it's just in their DNA and Grogu's next, but he's going to do it on Yavin with frogs. Well, <laughs> could be. Could be All right. Brilliant. All right. So we so... finally we've he uh, Mando drops off the um, his uh, his chainmail, uh, and I called it. Um... Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we had a, a quick moment here. Mando finally gets back to Tatooine. He parks in in the garage, uh, gets his valet, and then we see the entirety of Boba's forces here. We have the uh, Power all Rangers. six of them. All six uh, of them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Black Carson on the on the edge there, and Fennec and Boba there, and it's like, uh, yeah, we need to start like building up our forces. I'm like, you think? <laughs> like, so uh, I have a I have yeah. a question about this. You know, for for uh, Black Chrysanthemum specifically, every time he's been mentioned before this show, he's always been written as Black Chrysanthemum. You know, he's got black fur and he's like a dark dude. He like works for Darth Vader and does stuff, you know, like, like a bad guy and all this stuff. But here and every time they're talking about the show, like whether it's like the Star Wars show, or whatever, they only call him Chrysanthemum. And it's like it's like they don't want to like, all right, I can understand like wanting to kind of avoid certain language. Like like they don't want to do the Leia bikini thing. Like there's no more going to be not going to be any more Leia bikini action figures and and then the slave one it's still the name but they're kind of they're referring to it more of a fire spray gunship which to me makes actually a lot of sense uh because you know he would probably refer to it by that for somebody who wasn't familiar with the ship but in this case that's disney's own thing like they named it they created him they called him black chrysanthemum why why can't they you know like are they changing his name you know yeah i, I don't know I don't know because I've, I've never heard him called Chris Chris and maybe maybe I have it because I haven't read all the comic books but I don't I don't recall a single instance in any of the comics that I have 
where he was written just what anybody referred to him as Persantin. I'm just going to say when I saw him on the show, I was sitting in my office and I had a very loud exclamation where I said, Black Chrysanthemum, like that's mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it that's was pretty funny. it was pretty wild. I mean, like I, they nailed him. He's he's so he's so pleasing to look at. Like, I want to see the book of of well, they call it the book of <laughs> the, the book of Chrysanthemum. <laughs> yeah, the book of Chrysanthemum. <laughs> would... So then, um, so after this part, you know, the um, you know they're like, we need to get more foot soldiers and stuff. And Mando says that he's gonna go uh, go grab. Uh, he can help out with that. So he goes flies around. Interesting that he flies over to the Jawas uh, that have the, the the remains of the head the of great the great dragon, uh, the great dragon, yeah. um, and they're all like, "Wait to him!" Like, "Hey!" I'm like, "How do you know that's that's Mando?" You're like, you've never seen that ship before. Well, unless that was the same Jawas, but yeah. Um, I have a theory that there's there's only one group of Jawas. <laughs> there's not like a massive culture. It's one sand crawler of Jawas on that's Tatooine, it. and that's it. They have been so, a part of every like Star Wars journey on Tatooine because there's only one. They just so happen to be the, in the right the, place. The original party bus is what you're saying. Yeah. That's right. Bus. All right cool. So then it needs to show up in X-Wing too because it's a spacefaring sand crawler. Yes, oh. absolutely. <laughs> okay. And then finally, he gets over to uh, to meet um, Justified. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Timothy Olyphant, um, mm-hmm. over in uh, in in his town over there, and he uh, talks him out to to come help out. Um, and he has a new deputy, uh, which is uh, pretty interesting. That guy was really trigger happy. Holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he becomes a flyboy later. Oh, uh, obviously I'm, not. Uh, nope. No, nope. <laughs> when I first saw him, I thought it was the same actor. Um, so if you guys remember, it's back to Mando, I think season one, when they go to the prison rescue ship. Well, like one of the greatest episodes, uh, fantastic episode. But like the captain was Matt Lanter, who does the voice of Anakin in the Clone Wars. And so they gave him a little bonus role as this captain. And I thought for a second, because this guy's got a, you know, a more dirty, kind of rugged look. I thought it was the same guy, but it's not. It's a different guy. But I was like, wouldn't it be funny if they just cast Matt Lanter in every show as a character who's going to die? <laughs> <laughs> he becomes the red shirt of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah exactly. right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. And then finally, you know, he leaves. He says he's going to talk to the to the, the townsfolk to try to convince them to help join the fight. And then we get probably the best surprise this season mm. cad bane i oh, yeah. was absolutely so stunned and like it, it, the second his silhouette came it the hat and i mm-hmm. i shouted it out and my wife was like who i'm like yeah. it's freaking cad bane yeah <laughs> you're, you're probably thinking like well i was thinking i was like well it better be they're not gonna te- if they tease that silhouette and it's somebody else then it's gonna be a huge letdown all of a sudden hello there <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it's Obi behind the mask. You just <laughs> no. So, so I heard some people saying, like, why was he walking so far out? Right? Um, you know, did he just like did he park his ship really far away? Was it that because like he wanted to make this crazy entrance? I actually think it goes back to the deputy. Remember when Mando? Because Mando yeah. just left. Right? Mando lands there, and the deputy was like, "You need to park over that way, dude." And uh, you know, how much you want to bet Cad Bane did the same thing? But Cad Bane is like, oh. Or oh, Mark over there. Okay, wait, like, that's that's terrible. I can't do it. Anyway, but like, but Cad Bane actually parked in the parking lot, which was like you know two miles away, and so like so so Mando's gone, and Cad Bane's walking up. He's like, I'm gonna shoot this guy for making me park so far away. If he if they had just let him park, <laughs> if they had just let him park, like you're parking. Probably, yeah. So I don't know. 
I don't know. For, for me, I agree, JJ. I, th- this was the th- this made the whole episode right there. Like I, you could have cut eighty percent of it out, other than the the nod to the third sight Thrawn thing that I mentioned earlier. This was really hands down. And and and, and it, this as we're wrapping up, this kind of ties into you know X wing, right? Because we had somebody on some other website spoil a Cad Bane ship, right? We know between Bad Batch and the fact that now we're seeing it here. So you could tell timelines of how long FFG has known to some extent Cad Bane is coming. They probably didn't know the show, but somebody has spoiled and said, hey, let's put this ship in here. And there's a there's a good reason for it. And that means Cad Bane's probably not going to die, <clears throat> though I hope he kills Boba. And... um. <laughs> It's him versus Fennec. It has to be the rematch, man. All right, and that's do, fine. Got to do the Clone Wars deleted scene, yep, and then they kind of did yeah. that here, right? They kind of did. So you know, I, they won't do it exactly the same, but because uh, you're not going to have like um, who are all the bounty hunters surrounding them in that scene? You had just everybody, um, or I think or a thing was in it, wasn't it? And yeah, I, she, yeah. but so she's on dead. A side now. note, just real quick, I went to Disney Springs today, and in the Star Wars store. They have a rather abnormally large supply of Ara Singh figures. But she the, she was officially the dead series. in the solo. Well, he pushed her. Movie. He yeah. pushed her. He didn't kill her. Did you did you see a corpse? Yeah. This is Star Wars, brother. Did yeah. you see a corpse? <laughs> yeah, how many times not... has Palpatine come back yet? For fuck's sake. Yeah, sash. I mean, really, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Boba Fett got thrown into the Sarlacc, and now he's got his own show that he's not in. Yeah. <laughs> Nice shot. Well done, sir. Well the done. book of Aura Singh is going to start out and it's going to be like, hey, let's uh, let's see where Han Solo is during all of this. All right. Oh, so- my gosh. The Cam Tono. And then I, I wanted to freeze on that particular one because you can see that the bomb is placed right next to the band to show that it, that they're going to kill Max Rebo. If you go one more picture up. Oh, was right that a there. Max Rebo assassination attempt? Is that what that was? Yes. That was, it, this is all a ploy just to kill Max Rebo. <laughs> But he wasn't there, right? Like you didn't see him. You know, saw a figure in Dan. No, you I, saw the, yeah. yeah. You saw the rest of the band, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean he, was, he, might, he might have been in the bathroom at the time. How much do you want to bet Max Rebo was the spy for the Pikes the whole time? <laughs> right? That could Tim, be. I appreciate you more than you understand, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, you missed you missed an image here. So we yes. miss so before we wrap up. And 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 I and I want to talk about this real quick, um, and then, and then I promise we'll let Tim go because we got to get to our regular podcast, and Tim's got to go to bed because he's an old fucker. So, um, <laughs> so in episode five, we saw an appearance of a droid from a video game, BD One. Mm-hmm. Crazy, right? That, that's crazy. Like, 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 and and I, I guess. I guess my opinion is I'm excited if they want to start actually intertwining some of these video games. On the other side, I'm a little scared because I personally thought Fallen Jedi was or Fallen Jedi. Oh my god, Fallen Order. Fallen Order. You, you Fallen, got Fallen Order. Sorry, <laughs> but I I, I, I I actually enjoyed that game and that story for the most part. I thought it was a little short, but um, I I, I actually ge- game. genuinely enjoyed that that and to see this little nod right. So what does that mean? It, what, what happens to Cal, right? What happens to any of these other characters from that show? They can all of a sudden now appear. So Disney's telling us a little bit that, hey, 
even though these are separate mediums, we might bring some of that in. And if BD one actually becomes a bigger part of uh, of this 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 new lore, I- I'm excited by that. Um, well, what I don't want though is is it's a ruin the games so that we have these very lackluster games that are meant to be like a book of Boba Fett to drive the Mando story. I, I'm sorry. That's yeah. I, I, I don't mean to jab at the book of Boba Fett that bad, but it, it feels like a vehicle for other things. I do not want my video games to become a vehicle for star Wars lore. I, I don't need that. Give me, I don't care. Make it extended and give it to me separate. I, I really enjoyed that fallen order a lot. And I like the story from it as well. So they should do Legends video games. This way, you have just like how Marvel has like their that Avengers. That's a whole different storyline than the than the MCU Avengers, right? So just give us the you know a, a Grand Admiral Thrawn and Mara Jade and and the Talon card and give <laughs> us that story in a video game. Let us play through that. You know? oh, Look, if I'm I'm gonna go on record right now. If Disney gives me any character from the Legends universe, just one. If I get one pick, please give me Talon card and the Wild card. I want that ship. I want that character. I don't care how you throw him in. Give me Talon card because that who would man. You cast? They did. It, his name was Hondo Anaka. He got a name <laughs> <there>. <laughs> well done, sir. Yeah, but yeah, I think he'll be the. If they do Ezra and they do like Thrawn and Ezra in like a whole separate part of the galaxy, that's a perfect opportunity to bring in Talon card and Mara Jade and, and a lot of that stuff. Oh, heck agreed, yeah. agreed. And, and I think it opens up that door where we. So what? One of the reasons I was excited by the book of Boba Fett, right, is because we're talking about unexplored territory to some extent, right? We're talking about talking, going into the outer end, going through some of these um, stories that don't have to be a so Jedi centric um, and B can can talk about a larger narrative like a Game of Thrones esque Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. We could we could start expanding to an extreme extent and Thrawn, the Thrawn trilogy, for the most part, does that minus the three books that talk about how he interacts with Palpatine and Vader and all of that crap. Yeah. But the, the Thrawn book sets some of that up. We get the yeah. Nihil. We get all these other, um, I'm sorry, that's High no, Republic. That's, yeah. High Republic's good too. I'll, yeah. yeah. I, I agree with that. And that I'm not finished the last book. Um, I'm, I got four hours on my audiobook left of that. Okay. Um, so I got four hours left. <laughs> no spoilers <laughs> on that. Cause I'm right at the peak of everything. I'll talk High Republic with you any day. Um, yeah. but yes, I'm excited by that too. I really like the High Republic the ideology and and how they've structured these stories now. But um, I think what this does is this opens up as a star Wars fan, this opens up unexplored territory where we don't have to specifically have a Luke, Leia, Chewie, Han centric world. Can we, we can finally get away from these. And, and, and if it means we get some of these extended characters rewritten and brought back in great, the best thing for me out of everything. Like, so I like bunny hunters and all this, but I'm a Sith fan. We bring, I've, Write all the extended Sith books, every single one of them. Give give me give bring let's bring back the Sith Order to some extent. Let's talk about how the rule of two became a thing because that's reference. That is not legends anymore. That's canon officially. So let's let's talk about that. Let's bring that back. Um with that being I said, you, I know you mentioned you didn't want to do video games for lore, but if you go back to the uh the Kotor. Uh, and the Knights of the Old Republic, they kind of explore that rule of two and a lot of yep. the the Sith origins as well. No, can, it, I ask, it, can I ask you guys a question before yeah. we before we wrap up? I, I, have, I have kind of a two part question for everybody. Yeah. Um, first off, what do you, what what option do you think Grogu is going to choose? Or and, and, and it's only if you think they're even going to talk about it in the next episode because I think they've kind of set it up to where they have to answer that question in the next episode. Um, and then two, if you had one more cameo 
fan service style cameo Ooh. in the last episode. Realistically, who do you think? Who would you want it to be? So I'll, I'll start first. He mm -hmm. chooses the lightsaber because mm -hmm. he's going to want to help. And by choosing the the, the ch number one, it's shiny, and that's well on par for Grogu. <laughs> if he chooses the if he chooses the best car armor, what he's going to do? Throw himself in front of a blaster bolt? And mm -hmm. <laughs> I saved you. Um, <laughs> stop! Stop! The, the other part is um, a, a, a real good cameo that could show up would be, in my in my guess, would be Kira, um, who is really pulling the strings behind the pikes. Um, that would be a really great like like part for her to, to come back and, um, and reprise her role. I think that would be right. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, I also think the lightsaber, um, just because I don't... Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna steal your thing, right, Tim? And I'm gonna okay. say real hat, Star Wars hat, right? Both of them align with the lightsaber. Okay. Because like in, in my mind, the Mandalorian armor does him nothing. It uh, does no good for like driven story other than they kick him out of the Jedi Order. He's a rogue force user that is not aligned with any training whatsoever, but he's not really a Mandalorian because unless we're gonna use that to push the Mando character back to Mandalore to wash in the waters underneath that temple to regain his Mando honor. But again, I don't see Grogu doing anything really within that storyline. That's going to change it other than be the random force user that saves your, that saves your ass. Cause you've got more than you bit off more than you can chew. Mm -hmm. So for me, both of those hats, the, the realistic hat and the star Wars fan hat really want the lightsaber to be the way he goes. I would love to see a force user that's not traditionally trained and and allow that that we never see really the the Padawan to to full journey. Like they're all flashbacks. Like Kylo Ren was a flashback and you know any real force user is always just been a flashback or real quick scenes because Anakin goes from child to teenage he has a, a Jesus Christ level time warp from from childhood <laughs> to, to like to adult in mm. bam. You know what I mean? So like you don't see a lot of that training. I would like that to be a better story arc. Um, as far as cameo that I would like to see for fan service. Um, that's a really good question. I, it's not going to happen. I would love to see Mara Jade. She's probably my favorite series. When, when Chris says the Thrawn trilogy, I understand he's talking about a completely different series of books. I read all of the Legends books. I am that Star Wars fan that mm -hmm. could not get enough of the Star Wars literature in the late 90s, early 2000s, the Young Jedi Knights books that were written for like young adults that were still amazingly well-written. I would like to see Mara Jade just because of the level of character development that she had in the Legends series, but I would like to see what they would do to her now that Luke Skywalker's wife and, and mother of his child are no longer an option in the modern universe because Luke is dead. So I would like to see what they do with her character to move her out of Legends and in, or I really want to see Guri. If I could have Kira Ooh, not yeah. be pulling the yeah, strings right. and have Guri there because she was the mastermind behind what was uh, Shizor's rise to power yeah. as the assassin slash pleasure droid, I'm I'm happy with either. That's mine. She, 
She can at least be the lieutenant that's acting as his proxy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think if you see any blonde female humanoids uh like walking around with the pikes, you're gonna be like oh, you'll be like Leo DiCaprio with I'm gonna that. lose my mind, <laughs> yeah. man. So for me, I think it's he chooses the chain bell. And I think it ends and solves. I think it does the exact same opposite of what Charles says. Um, in the aspect, it is the Star Wars way and the realistic way, right? Like we know deep down, Grogu probably doesn't uh, want to do this shit. He's too young to do this. There's nobody forcing him to do it, like back in the day. But in reality, he really just wants to be back with Mando. A, B, it solves the problem of uh, how he doesn't die when Kylo and kills everybody. You don't have to write that story. It's done and over with. It also kind of goes into Luke being able to under like utterly give up. So it, he didn't lose just one, but two apprentices that were extremely promising. So for me, it's it's a chainmail. It allows Disney to keep the Disney hat on, right? And um, how do we get uh, Grogu into season three <laughs> is to sell more <laughs> merch? Um, yeah. Cameo for me, it's Ezra. I want to see, and this is an after credit scene at the very end of Boba Fett. That is the after credit scene beyond everything else. Like I don't care. Don't set me yeah, up Boba Fett too. Not on Tatooine. No. Well, not on Tatooine. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like away. No, and, and he's like, gone. We we know yeah. what happened to him. Spoiler alert. We know to some extent he's gone. Him and Thrawn, they're gone. Yeah, they teleported yeah. some fucking place, and we know that happened. And that's that. It, unless Ahsoka is really not going to engage Thrawn, but we kind of know that's going to happen because we've seen the characters already, right? And Cad Bane, actually, <clears throat> you, we, with the blue skin, gives me a lot of, like, a, yep. I feel a lot better about them doing a live-action Thrawn now after how good yes, he Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So for me, it's, a, it, it, it's a, for me, it's Ezra either imprisoned or with Thrawn somewhere in the middle of nowhere. That that's okay. that's my thing. And I think that allows for character development for Ezra because Ezra was this immature piece of, you know, like annoying garbage in um Rebels. Like I love that show, season. don't get me wrong, but yeah. he was but annoying. The first season he was annoying. Season one, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 what a great show to to grow over time and he he yes. really Yeah. So I I agree with uh so I think he's going to choose the chainmail. Uh and and I think a, a big part of it is that, you know, of course, the the realistic hat is for the merch and getting him into the next season, but also it's because it mirrors The Empire Strikes Back. Luke abandoned his training with Yoda, and so now Grogu okay. abandons his training with Luke. Um, and so, but but that means you can still come back. Like Luke still came back and was a Jedi the whole time anyway. So he, I, I think he's going to end up getting both. But I think he'll do the the armor first. They put so much into the armor for him not to use it. It feels like we're like there's going to be a point where he gets shot, maybe by Cad Bane even. And and you think he's down, you know, and maybe you don't know what he chooses because I think Luke comes with him. Um, you know, I think Luke, you know, either either comes with him. To, like, how's he going to get there? Like, how's he going to get the <laughs> You know, Luke's not going to throw him into space like a football, you know, like Tom Brady just throwing, you know, so that'd so, be that, an I, interception. I, just say it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and what did they put in the N one? I mean, what did they specifically point out? Right. They specifically point out it no longer has an astromech. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, like, they, they that, that was a thing. Reason. Yeah, so it means Mando didn't take R2 with him, you know, so yes, but we already saw the N1 leave, so I think that's, I think Luke's obviously got to throw him in, in the Red 5, and, and he's got to fly him back there, and so that's that's definitely going to happen, but if you can have Luke, I'll get to my cameo, uh, I, I like what JJ said about Kira, I was thinking along those lines too, but since they've done so many cool things with um, with the, 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 the technology to make Luke look like a young Mark Hamill, what if we get Han Solo 
Oh, well, that'd be pretty I was tough. thinking Han Solo or Carrie Fisher because there was a point where she talks about going to see Luke at the temple mm-hmm. uh, in like episode eight, I want to say, mm-hmm. or episode nine, where she talks about yeah, how he wanted to set up the temple and all of that stuff and it all went awry. And she sure, remembers yeah. dropping off Kylo. So, yeah. how cool would it be for young Carrie Fisher to arrive with like yeah. Toddlo Wren? And <laughs> little, ben, yeah. little Benny, yeah, little Ben, so, and drop him off for training right after like Grogu leaves, for, and that's why Luke is all yeah. off kilter because he lost his training and now has a chance to redeem himself. So like wait, a, for okay. for Han, would you do solo Han or like a DH uh, Harrison Ford? No, I would do I do Harrison Ford I, as much as I like the the solo Han. He, I think he did a good job. It was a good movie. It just wasn't great. It wasn't good enough. And I think yeah. if you want to wow people. Give me a young Harrison Ford with young Harrison Ford's voice. Whether or not it's Harrison doing it, you could probably get uh, Mark Thompson to do a Harrison Ford voice. You know, Either like that he, or you could you could deep fake from like American Graffiti. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. young Harrison oh, Ford yeah, was in yeah, American yeah. Graffiti. And, you and probably get some stuff. And that's another there. reason, right? So like, and it could be a post credit scene because look, Harrison Ford, like Han Solo doesn't like Boba Fett. Maybe he caught wind that, hey, um, you know, Boba, Boba Fett, where Boba, he's a, you know, he, he you know, he, he's the one who put me on carbonite. I'm, I'm going to go, I'm not letting him take over that whole enterprise. I'll have a load of bounty hunters after me. Let me go take care of this. Come on, Chewie. So Han and Chewie, it's easy to do Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Han shows up there, you know, has is like, I got a bone to pick with you, Fett. You know, if that's like, no, I'm a nice guy now. It's okay. I'm not going to hurt you. We can become. <laughs> and he shoots him. <laughs> he shoots him and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. There you go. Um, there you go. So real quick. No, Two he things. shoots him, and then Grogu jumps up and gets hit oh. in the Beskar armor and is just gone. <laughs> Han would like the, the American Graffiti-style Power Ranger bikes, though. He, he would. I like that. <laughs> oh, you're not wrong. So, so Ghost Calamity, real quick, real quick then we're, then we're going to take a quick break. I got to take a, a, a five-minute break to um, get more water and probably some more whiskey. I would um, say water. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, if you paid attention to me on screen, I've drank in a whole glass of water tonight. Thank you. And two glasses of of whiskey. Um, So I'll be nice and toasted for our X-Wing discussion. He says Hera. I agree, too. Actually, give me a live-action Hera, for fuck's sake. We've seen Twilight's now. Give give me Hera. Okay, hang on. Hera with Jason Sindula. Oh! Yes. All right, man. Man, you just spiced in this up, bro. You just, you got, (laughs) man, we got all sorts of little spice in here. You're going to throw, you're going to give me Jason Sindula. Yes, thank you. Um, or give me a force, force cameo from Kanan. I'll take that too. Look, I'm gonna say this right yeah, now. How about all I three? Care. I don't care how much you guys crucify me for this. There is only one Jason in the Star Wars universe, period. It is not Jason Sindula, it is Jason, Jason. Solo. <laughs> and that is Darth Cadis. You thumbs down all you want. Well, the Jason legend storylines were probably gonna do the same thing. He's kind of he's gonna mirror the legend storyline of Han and Leia and their family and the 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 building there hundred times better I mean, than the crap that Ray was is a Skywalker nine. and she could give Ray is not a Skywalker. You Ray is a Skywalker. Dirty mouth. Everybody no. can be a Skywalker. That's the thing. Yeah. Everybody can be a Sky. You can be a Skywalker yeah. too if you come to Disney Springs and you drop down seven thousand dollars. <laughs> you can become. A Sky- I, I want to say I'll, I'll leave you with this. Also, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be disappointed if they gave us an Iden Versio. Uh, yep. Thing. All right. In post post credit yeah. scene. I would like yeah. that too. I think that I think that fits uh, quite a bit too. Yeah. Um. All right. So right. two things, I'm going to, uh, two things, I said this like a hundred times already. So the difference is the last three episodes 
for the Star Wars movies have basically said, we no longer want to be Skywalker Force users. We're going to branch out. Therefore, they are almost the best three <coughs> movies. And I'm gonna, I should just mute you guys all right now before I get rebuttaled. <laughs> They're the best three movies just for that pure fact. But before we leave, um, Crabback, will you tell everybody where the where they can find you, how often they can find you, and how they can interact with you before we cr wrap up here? Absolutely. You can go to my website, crabock.com. I've got a list of all of my uh, YouTube stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm Crabock on YouTube, but uh, but most of my most important videos are on crabock.com, all my reviews and stuff like that. And in any of my videos, we got links in the descriptions for the Discord. We have a pretty uh, active and growing Discord in there and all the social media links. I'm, I'm basically Crabock everywhere, except on Reddit. I'm Crabock Poopy Pants for some reason. Oh, fair enough. Um, now you got me interested on my break. I'm going to go look that up. Um, with that being said, what we're going to do is we're going to take a five minute break. We will be back. We're going to actually have an X-Wing podcast where we will be talking about the Sith Takers open. Um, we're going to be talking about the new spoiler alert cards. And uh, Charles, when you ask me how long we're going to spend tonight, I guess we spent an extra half hour having this discussion. <laughs> um, so we now have to run 100 million hours an hour to try to catch up so that we can make sure we get all of our X-Wing content in it as well um, for that. Good. So with that being said, good. thank you, Kravak, for joining us. And um, I'll have JJ me. reach out and we'll definitely be back in touch at some point, uh, especially once Thrawn happens. So um, oh, like, like I want I'm hoping we get two months between uh, Boba Fett and Ahsoka so that you and I can have a weekly discussion about the book of Boba Fett or not <laughs> the, the, the Thrawn books. Well, you should, you should, you should hop in our Discord. That's a great place to do it. I'll maybe right. we'll come, yeah. I might have to make a separate channel for Thrawn talk. Okay, so we'll, right. we will 100% do that, and then what we'll do is we'll link that into our Discord so that we have all of the action if you want to get involved. With that being said, give me five minutes, please. Uh, we'll be back um, roughly around 9.30 um, with more Planning Phase Syndicate.